is the next level. This year we compete for the most elegant and regal of all prizes. A championship cummerbund. Or belt, as normal people call it. Belt. I'd like to see the pair of slacks whose loops are large enough for this belt. No, it is a cummerbund. So again, a special episode calls for a special intro. It's a little longer than I thought, but that's okay. It's all good. Uh, today is our Halloween show. We're doing something a little bit different. I asked a few weeks ago on the social places and... Did I say it on here? I think I did, but I, I don't know. Uh, we've had to get creative with the show over the last couple of weeks because uh, kid stuff, and that's fine. So thank you to everybody who, uh, who's who been sticking with me, I guess. Uh, so today, Halloween show, we're talking about our favorite Brooklyn Nine-Nine heist episode as voted by you. And we got a few, and thankfully, uh, we did not have another tie because that happens a lot when I run polls. Like, hey, should I do this or this? And it most of the time ends up in a tie. And then I have to get somebody else to break it, or I have to figure something else out. Ah, it's just messy. So thankfully, we did not have that situation today. And uh, our episode, or our uh, our heist, I should say, for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's called Halloween is the name of the episode. It's season five, episode four. And um, if you've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, first of all, I recommend it highly. It's wonderful. Second of all, uh, the show is on Hulu, and I think Peacock still. So, season five, episode four, I will, uh, I'll give you a second. Go ahead and pause me, watch the episode, and then come on back, because we're doing the whole thing, and then uh, we should be hearing a tune from Much Better, and then I hope the captain, and then that will be that for the show. One of those things is not Halloween-related, but, you know, the captain just came back, so we can't say, no, don't come on the show, we just started again. So, so there you go, and that'll be that. All right, so go ahead, so pause me now, and then go watch the episode, and then come on back right here. You ready? Great. Man, this show is so good, and this episode is so good. Big fan. So our cold open, uh, we get Jake waking up at 3 in the morning. He is ready for the heist. He's like, yes! Heist day, Halloween time, let's go. And then he looks over in bed and Amy's already dressed. Jake's like, ha, don't you worry. I'm also dressed. Then I had breakfast. And he pulls the blanket away, empty plate with a fork. Ah, where are my eggs? And he cut the holt in the captain holt in the corner, turns the light on, in my belly. <laughs> like the cold, it was just so fun. Everybody's amped up about the heist. And um, I love it. A great, I guess you call it an office tradition, a great precinct tradition the Halloween heist. I love it. So uh, Jake is in the staff meeting. He's like, the only thing that kept me going was planning the heist. No, not my family. Don't be stupid. And uh, <laughs> nobody's buying it. Holt Rosa not buying it. They don't want it. They're like, no, you're trying to get sympathy. So we go easy on you. And then we get the great exchange that I played for you at the beginning. The championship cummerbund versus, you know, what to call it. Is it a belt? And uh, wait, is that what we started with? We put it in two places. And I'm pretty sure we started with that. Yeah, we should probably have thought about that before we started the show, right? Yeah, that's what we started with. Um, so, of course, Terry again says, nope, I'm out of the heist. I'm not doing it. And, of course, nobody's buying it because the year before, Terry's like, nah, man, I'm out of the heist. And uh, <laughs> he was uh, he was very much not. So they decide, hey, we're not going to lock it away. We're not going to hide it somewhere. Instead, the championship cummerbund will be hanging in the bullpen in plain sight. Everybody can see it. No funny business. Of course, there's funny business. The power goes out. 
It comes back on. The belt is gone. They're like, oh my God, everybody is all here. It's got to be in this room still. Where'd it go? What happened? So we cut to Gina. Well, uh, Gina in a wolf mask on the screen. He's like, oh, you thought you could do this without me, huh? And she's, uh, you know, obviously disguising her voice and whatnot because she just had a baby and hasn't washed her hair in three weeks. That's why she can't show her face, which makes sense. Having a baby is exhausting, apparently, from what I'm told. So there you go. That tracks, I think. And uh, she decides, hey, you're going to have to work for it. There's some stuff behind my desk, some baby stuff I got that I did not want to put together. You'll get clues for putting each item together. And they're like, oh, that's so dumb. And of course they do it. Jake grabs the thing, runs into, uh, where did he run into? Interrogation or little office somewhere. I forget. I just watched it 10 minutes ago, and I already forgot what room they ran into. So Jake, <laughs> so Jake and Charles, they're obviously in on it together with, uh, with backup Charles and... You know, Jake runs in and says, oh, they bought it. And Charles just drops. Take fell for it. Hook, line, and sphincter. It's sinker. No, it's sphincter. That's where you put the hook in when you're eeling. Well, I'll never use that expression again. I love it. Jake will never use that saying again. And maybe I won't either. Uh, so, of course, we had Bill, who is the guy who looks like Charles. I'll call him backup Charles. I'll just call him Bill. Uh, he climbed in the vents and made the Gina video. And, of course, uh, because... Bill has to have another element to him. Why wouldn't he? Uh, he's <laughs> he's in a pyramid scheme. Nutriboom, which is, uh, you know, vitamin supplements and be your own boss. And I made all this money and all that. And, uh, of course, he's trying to sell the story to Jake and Charles. Like, hey, Nutriboom, be your own boss, man. Be your own boss. Don't do that. If you get involved, if you someone tells you about this, don't do it. Don't get in a pyramid scheme. You're not going to make any money. It's going to be messy. And you're going to be stuck with a bunch of crap. That's a PSA from me. To you. So, of course, you know, it turns out, because it's a heist, there are many twists and turns. Charles betrays Jake and handcuffs him to the file cabinet. He's got alliance with Rosa and Terry, who are tired of everybody else winning, and uh, they're the tramps. They are the tramps, an idea that Amy gave him the year before. And, uh, of course, there's the flashback. Gene is one of the champs, and Charles, ah, I'm one of the tramps. And Amy's like, oh, that's a good idea for something. I don't know what, though. <laughs> so, Charles and Rosa and Terry are the tramps, and Terry hides the belt under the server, which no one else can lift. And of course, Rosa put an alarm in the room, because why wouldn't she? Motion sensors, and because uh, why would Rosa not do that, right? So Jake, meanwhile, is still stuck, handcuffed to the file cabinet. He's like, all right, you know what, Bill? I'll go in on a pyramid scheme. Just get the damn cuffs off me. I want to get out of here. Uh, so meanwhile, Hitchcock and Scully, they know hold us up to something. They go into his office, say, hey, we know what's going on here. You tell us everything you know. We'll tell you everything we know. And Holt's like, oh, what are you talking about? I don't have anything. And he's like, ah, joke's on you. We don't know anything. And <laughs> Holt's like, all right. And then Scully notices that, hit, that Holt is sweating. And I, uh, I just love this line. Why are you sweating? I'm not sweating. Oh, I've had enough heart attacks to know what sweating looks like. Not sweat. Because, yeah, when you have enough heart attacks, you know what sweating is like. And Holt, it turns out, is that he's got one of those under-the-desk bike things where it's just the pedals. And uh, I've thought about getting one of those, honestly. And so Holt is, uh, he's rigged it up to the server to lift it. And Cheddar retrieves the cummerbund and runs out somewhere. And so Holt's like, oh, i got to get some fresh air. So he goes outside, and uh, Cheddar does not appear with the cummerbund. It is a, another dog with a common cummerbund. So, of course, Holt... It's freaking out. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to play this clip when 
So Jake hasn't been released just yet because he has to sign the paperwork to do Nutriboom. And Bill uh, says, hey, you got to sign this. You can't discuss it with an attorney. Uh, you've had your sales training. And then he said this. And this one is a sworn affidavit stating that you have seen Debbie Stubbleman, the wife of Nutriboom founder David Stubbleman, and that you found her to be happy, healthy, and alive. Okay, fine. Great. All right, done. Just get me out of these. Because why wouldn't this have a shady page that you have to sign that you're saying, hey, yes, I saw this. This person is cool. It's all good. And of course, Jake's like, I don't care. I need to get out of this thing. I've got a bigger plan. So uh, he invests $8,000 into this pyramid scheme, uh, or as Bill called it, investing in his own future. So <laughs> so Jake checks security, finds out Amy took cheddar because she has allergies. She sneezed. And Holt, of course, is mad. Cheddar! Rawr! And uh, he's, he wants to know where his dog is. Where is my dog? Aren't you standing right next to him? This bitch! Please. And I just love the way he delivered that line. Like, A-plus to Captain Holt for that one. Just the way he said it was so great. It was so good. So everybody's like, oh, where is it? Where is it? What are we doing? So then, a bunch of handmaids, because obviously Handmaid's Tale is a thing. Rosa thinks it's Amy. She keeps saying the show is so politically relevant. Oh, it is relevant. Rah! So it turns out that uh, Jake is one of the handmaids. And, oh, man, Amy's safe. What are we going to do? The belt is in there, is in Amy's safe under her desk. She lured Cheddar to her safe, to her desk, with the cummerbund, and right in there, boop, turns out the handmaids... No, that was a ruse. But we don't know that yet, because... Uh, <laughs> Terry and Rosa and Holt think, oh, the belt's on the move, somebody's got it. But they all put trackers in Terry, because of his yogurt, through his yogurt, I should say. And uh, so they all run after them, and Jake... I was like, ha, 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 no way. And he runs up to evidence because he knows the belt never left the precinct. And Amy is waiting. She has figured it out that the safe was swapped, not her key. Because again, Bill, fake Charles. He's always coming around in these types of episodes. So they swapped out the safe and Jake took the, uh, the championship cummerbund. But it turns out, so Amy finds it. He put it in a box in evidence. And Amy's like, well, of course it's this box. She opens it up and Jake has used the title belt to propose to Amy. And she's like, no, I swear to God, if this is not real, this is part of the heist. I'm dumping you so hard. So she says, yes, of course. Why wouldn't she? And Charles comes in like, did you just, did he just yeah. and then Charles faints because he's Charles. That's what he does. And uh, so they go to, uh, they go to the bar. They're celebrating and Holt drops the line. And no one won the heist. Get over it, you jag. Yeah, you jag. Nobody won. That's how we end. They did tell Terry about his GPSs that he uh, he ingested quite a few of them over the last few days. So, hey, man, you should go to a doctor. What? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. I'm sure he's good. Um, so I guess technically nobody won. Holt is right. I know he stepped on the moment a little bit and, you know, read the room, Captain. But, you know, nobody technically was the most amazing detective slash genius for this Halloween heist. But, you know, I love the uh, the argument at the beginning between Holt and... Peralta about whether it's a belt or a cummerbund. That's just so fun. Like it's that's where uh who said M A G I think said it's worth it for that alone. And that was one of the votes for this episode. And then of course Bill in a pyramid scheme and everybody turning on everyone else and Cheddar's involved and for some reason I thought Kevin was also involved in this one, but he was not Holt's husband. Uh he's in a future one, I think. I know they talk about it. Um the the championship cummerbund. I know that's an issue for Kevin. Um, but he wasn't in this one. I thought he was in a, I thought he made an appearance. He did not. So what did we learn? 
Well, we don't know whether we should call it a belt or a cummerbund. I mean, you know, you decide, I guess. I'd like to see the trousers with loops big enough to hold this belt, right? Uh, that makes sense. Holt, you are, uh, you're right on. And Jake and Amy are getting married. But nobody won the heist. But I think we all won. Because we all just got to watch a wonderful episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I miss that show. And I'm actually kind of bummed out. Like, I, we started watching the show when Jill was pregnant. So we watched seven seasons before Arthur was born. And then it took us a while to watch the last season. Um, I am pretty bummed out that they did not, were not able to end on 9-9, September 9th, because that would have been cool. I think football was on or something. I don't know. But they should have done it anyway. Who cares? But who watches stuff live anymore? Honestly. Show of hands. Do you watch TV live? And more specifically, what do you watch? Like, what shows do you watch live? Let me know. Because I don't. We don't watch anything live. Well, we really kind of can't. Nobody really warned us that uh, watching TV with a baby is really hard. So... We're thankful for YouTube TV and their DVR and streaming services and whatnot um, to have things on demand so we can watch them whenever we want and not have to worry so much about, you know, the kiddo making his noise. But anyway, neither here nor there. It would have been nice to have them end on 9-9. That would have been nicely, ah, just put a nice little bow on the whole thing. Um, yeah, anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, anyway, uh, Brooklyn nine is amazing and we love it. And I'm really glad that people got into this. And again, uh, my thanks to Arden and Courtney from Double Identity for recommending Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the first place, because I, I mean, I heard of it, and people said, oh, this is great, and I never really sat down to watch it, and then I had them on the show, and it was always in the back of my brain, like, oh, we should watch this, and then, you know, we had some time, it was, I guess it was summer, or things where our TV shows were on break, and it was pre-Arthur, so we're like, yep, let's watch it, and we blew through seven seasons in like a month or so, maybe not even. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to do here. Last year I did favorite Halloween specials, and that was really fun. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for Christmas this year, because I did Christmas specials last year too, and that was also really fun. So I didn't want to do that again, but uh, nobody recommended Brooklyn Nine-Nine, these heists, and I, at the time, didn't know about any of them. So I figured, let's do that. There were enough of them where I could choose from and uh, kind of dive in and have a lot of fun. There are a lot of clips today. That's kind of the point. Because, well, a lot of funny lines, ah, a lot of funny lines on this show. So uh, I wanted to um, to just talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, really, because it's a great show. And if you've not seen it, it's all on Hulu. And I think the first seven seasons are on Peacock. I don't think the last season's up there yet. Um, I don't know if you have one or the other or both like I do. But yeah, there you go. It's available. I recommend it. If you got some time, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do the thing. It's really fun. And um yeah, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you jumped into this episode today without knowing, without watching the show, even just the one that I talked about, you may be very lost. And uh, for that, I apologize. But also, I warned you and gave you time to watch it. So I don't know. Maybe this one's not for you and you skipped it. But uh, <laughs> but there you go. Season five. What is it? Season five, episode four. Hold on. We wrote it down. And yeah, season five, episode four, Halloween. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Check it out. And uh, well, I just broke it all down and played some clips and it was really fun. So thank you to everybody who voted on uh, on this. Thank you for not making another goddamn tie. I do appreciate that. And uh, yeah, happy Halloween. You know, one year should we do, and then there was Sean, the Boy Meets World episode that I watch every year. It's not, it wasn't released at Halloween. It was released in like February or March or something, but they did, you know, the horror movie tropes and all that. Maybe I'll do that next year. Because I don't think I've done that on the show officially. Or did I? I don't remember. Anyway, that's the bulk of the show today. 
That's all I wanted to do because I knew uh, I'd have to record this one ahead of time and I wouldn't be able to do the whole uh, all the questions thing that I usually do for Halloween. So maybe next year. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll figure it out. We got plenty of time. But yes, of course, enjoy yourself if you're doing the Halloween thing. If not, then I don't know. You probably ignored this episode. But uh, yeah, and if you're giving out candy, if you're, uh, no, no, if you're not giving out candy, turn off your light. All right. I say that every year. Don't have your front light on if you're not going to give out candy because you're just ruining it for the kids that are coming out. If they are coming out, we barely got anybody last year. So tomorrow, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So we'll find out. We're going to get some candy. We'll be ready. Um, She's got some kind of cute costume for the kiddo. I think it's a bat costume or something, or maybe she changed her mind. I don't know. I know she bought one, but I already, my brain is mush. Um, So we'll figure it out. Maybe there'll be a nice picture of us somewhere or not. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, happy Halloween. So there you go. And I started doing this maybe last year, the year before. I figured we have a seasonal anthem, I guess. We got a themed song from our good friends Much Better. So here it is. It's festive, right? So Much Better, the song is Hocus Pocus here inside the Melty Pack on the Next Level Network. So there you go. My thanks to Much Better for the tune, Hocus Pocus. Get it where you get your tunes. All that will be in the show notes. Good stuff all the way around over there. And uh, yeah, just wanted to get that in. Why not, right? Right? Awesome. Speaking of getting it in, let's go. Let's turn it over. My friend, the captain, I think will be joining us. I hope so. To tell us what's going on with the Fly Guys or something else. But we're going to cross our fingers and toes and say, good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey, Flyers fans, Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, yeah! Woo! Guys, can you believe it? The Flyers have one week already in the books, and the Flyers, this new-look Flyers, are looking very, very good. Guys, Cam Atkinson, newly acquired this year, six goals in five games. Believe it or not, that's the first Flyer to do that. That's just mind-blowing. That's amazing. So let's look back and see how this week went, and let's look ahead to see what is coming up. So the Flyers ended up losing to the undefeated Panthers 4-2 at home on Saturday, but they followed it up with a very, very strong win against the undefeated Edmonton Oilers on Wednesday in Edmonton. The Flyers going a little north of the border for a swing. So the Flyers are going to take on the Canucks Thursday night in Vancouver. Then they're going to take on the Flames on Saturday, following it up with a one-game homestand versus the Coyotes on Tuesday. So guys, like I said, Cam Atkinson really making it happen. The Flyers are strong on the puck this year offensively. The captain, G, making it happen. This guy is shoot-first mentality this year. I love it. 
And let's not forget that the Flyers are not at full strength. They're pushing through. They're trying to get this done. But the Flyers have a very deep bench, a very, very much veteran center team. This is looking to be something exciting. So, guys, let's see how they do the rest of this week. Let's get back at it. Guys, I know you're going to be glued to your seats watching these Flyers this season. I cannot wait, and I know you're with me in my excitement. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And there you have it. Thank you, my friend, or uh, whatever we put in there. I hope you enjoyed it. And that is that. We're done. We made it. We made it to the end of the damn show. Somehow, some way, we rambled through an episode of TV. You know, I do another podcast all about TV shows. We haven't done it in a while because, well, you know, we were never very consistent with the show to begin with. And then we had a kid. And so now, you know, it's on the shelf for the foreseeable future. So sorry about that. The last episode, though, was talking to Bill Oakley, and that was really fun. Um, And we never finished Mission Hill. Huh. Anyway, that's all. (laughs) That's all for the show. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff, all the stuff going around, going on around here. And uh, what else do I have to tell you? I don't know. I think we're good, right? 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and, of course, corrections connect with me on linktree request some things like josh did a couple of weeks ago with the bigfoot pizza uh if you want me to do a better job of any episode you let me know connect on linktree and you let me know what you want me to do all right it'll be fun right maybe no all right i don't know that's all <laughs> this has been an eight boiling production g love and special sauce with cold beverage they're gonna play us out as they always do philadelphonic.com for more from them and that my friends is our show Thank you very much. Next week, I have no idea. So until then, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass has a lemonade. will be nice of a spice from the top to a big Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bucks. Blast some ice and a dash of from the martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate and cream, yo, on to the cherry pounding For a chill vibe, on shoes and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverage Inside of me, a hot coffee, and fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like it's right Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold Something from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yeah, when I'm fishing, let's
keep one thing clear The bait's over there, the brew's right here Two six packs in a big bag of ice to any the kids a bite But the brew tastes a nice back to the ball So every jack of reason I collide Need a whole lot of them food drinks They got some meat up on the must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid Will you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like 